0: Oh
1: yes, the former test skipper, nowhere to be seen. It is Brent Costello flying solo for this second hour this morning and Tim has kindly offered to donate his second hour salary to me today for all the heavy lifting I'm doing without him here. So if anyone needs a loan this week, I am your guy. Uh, Now it's time for our next guest though on SEN Tassie Breakfast. It's a former colleague of Tim Payne who's no longer at Cricket Tasmania. It's the high performance boss from over there at Blunston Arena, sally Ann Beam. Sal, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, friend. maybe we could go 50-50 on that Tim Payne's hour.
1: Yeah, we'd still both be very rich, so <laughs> about that. Uh, well, we might start there, Sal. Obviously, we heard the news on Friday that Payne's off to the Adelaide Strikers for the BBL. What was the negotiations like with the great man? Did you try and keep him once you found out that he was heading off, or did he go with your blessing?
0: No, he, he went with our blessing. Um, we've been in contact with, with Tim quite a bit over the number of months now in hope that we could find a permanent role for him so he can inspire the next generation of Tassie cricketers. But he's just not there yet, so we'll we'll be keeping in contact because we don't want to lose someone as good as him with his knowledge, experience and attributes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You want to see people go off and and branch out on their careers, don't you? But uh, in the hope they do come back one day, and we know Tim's a very proud and passionate Tasmanian, so that's a long-term plan to get him back eventually.
0: Yeah, I think um, Payne's got a, a strong passion for coaching and he, he's wanting to learn the ropes a little bit and obviously finish off the, the back end of his career. But, you know, he's someone I expect in five years' time will be knocking on the door wanting to coach the, the male first team.
1: Well, you want to get your checkbook ready and clear some of the salary cap space, <laughs> etc., because that's what you'll need to do to get the great man back in the doors. Hey, um, Tigers, women, WNCL season not too far away. The girls have been up in... Queensland doing some pre-season training and playing a few matches. How's everything looking there for a three-peat?
0: Yeah, really good. I think the biggest concern for us at the minute is we've probably picked up a few too many niggles, which has given us some uncertainty when we're only, what, a month and a bit away. But it was great to get up to Queensland, play, we've got some great individual performances. So, yeah, the team's shaping up okay. We just need the S N team to do their stuff.
1: Absolutely. Uh, now we saw a lot of improvement from the Hurricanes girls during last year's WBBL. How's the team placed this season? Are you putting more emphasis on the WBBL than the WNCL or you want to do well in both obviously but obviously Silverware's eluded us in the WBBL and we've been close at times so how, you, how much emphasis are you putting on that competition?
0: Yeah, look, we always put equal emphasis. We want to dominate in both competitions, and we feel that we're getting closer to the the title in the WBBL because we're we're getting players that can play across both. So we're getting that big core group of talent. And um, so now we just got to make sure that we we get the right picks in the draft, which is uh, next weekend.
1: Absolutely, we're going to ask you about that in just a moment. But if you'd like to give us a question for Sally Ann Beams on the Kia Tassie Open Line, text us in oh four three seven double five two. Five three five. Tell us what you hope to see from the Tigers and Hurricanes this summer. Yeah, you mentioned the draft there, Sal. Men's and women's competition. What are you looking at?
0: Um, well, similar in both, actually. It's uh, that, that all-rounder, that pace all-rounder that can hopefully find the rope at the, the back end of the middle order. And then um, a top four batter. We're just waiting on availability at the minute because that's the key thing in the male um, program is that we want players that can be committed for the whole of the 10 games. Um, so hopefully that will come through at some point today and then we'll, we'll know whether we're going for a, a top four or an all-rounder first pick.
1: So we had a real focus on the Pakistan players last year. Did you, do you feel that work getting them all out here or would you like to mix it up a bit this year? As you say, it's going to depend on a few factors, I suppose. But what, what's the needs of the men's team, I suppose, when you look down the list?
0: I think with our overseas selections last year we probably didn't hit the mark with, because with overseas players you want them to be winning games for you and we, we just didn't um, convert that when you've got such a great um, homegrown bunch with the likes of you know Wade, Ellis, Meredith, Caleb, um, we just we just didn't get going in that department so we've got to be really mindful and tactical in who we, who we select there um, but yeah like I said if, if we can get a A player that's had international experience that also knows the circuit well because the franchise cricket brings a certain level of pressure in itself being an overseas player. So someone who's who's done there, been there and proven that they can win games of cricket.
1: You get to retain a player in the men's and women's drafts. Uh, Tell us about that. Uh, Obviously... We'll start with the women. Lizelle Lee's obviously a resident here in, in Tasmania now. Do you, you retain her or someone like Mignon Dupre who did so well for us last year? Where's your head at in that space?
0: Yeah, look, like I said earlier, like the thing that we are seeing pay off is when we get players that play across both and are in our environment all the time. So, you know, Lizzie Lee is someone we'll definitely... Look to keep because she's now moved to Tassie. Um, she's, she's in our program 24-7, so it, that makes sense for us and we're seeing great improvements. Um, and then for the male program, um, the, the one that stands out probably is Shadab. Now, the biggest question mark there is how, how much is he going to be available for for the whole comp and, you know, if it's, if it's teetering on only 50%, then I think we've got to move away from that retention pick.
1: Okay, interesting stuff. Uh, that's coming up on Sunday night, is it, in Melbourne?
0: Yep, yep, Sunday the 3rd. So the, the female draft is um, in the afternoon and then the male one is in the PM.
1: Yeah, fantastic. That'll be really exciting to keep an eye on over the weekend. How about the Sheffield Children Marsh Cup seasons for the men? It feels like there's uh, a big changing of the guard, we've lost a lot of experience, but it's so exciting that uh, some of these guys that haven't been able to get the opportunity because those veterans have been keeping them out of the side, they'll get their chance this year.
0: Yeah, from a bowling point of view, there's there's so many bowlers that have been around our environment who probably hadn't had their chance because we've had that much experience um, previously. So, yeah, it's a great feel actually when you go and watch the bowlers put in their hard work and, you know, trying to at new things and get consistency that you know you can you can see that they're hungry you can see that they know they've got a chance whereas previously they probably were waiting for that injury um and it's great that we've got matthew wade so we, we supported wadey to go and kind of do one last hurrah for his um white ball cricket and now co- committed to red ball cricket that is a massive boost for us
1: yes i've asked you this previously but uh matty wade's committed for the entire season for sheffield shield cricket this year
0: yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was very clear that, you know, one he was thankful for how we um, treated him last year to give him that support to go on and try and play more Australia, cricket for Australia. And now he just wants to finish his career in Tassie and, and leave a mark and hopefully bring a Sheffield Shield home.
1: And just before I let you go, Sal, what do you think? Uh, how do you think cricket Tasmania is going? I guess in terms of producing men and women who are a chance to represent their country um, for, to play cricket.
0: Look, I don't think we've we've done well at that previously, but with the review of the pathway, we're certainly looking to change things to make sure we're identifying players early enough and giving them the right support, not just from a skill set point of view, but even from a physical, nutrition, mental skill. So we've had a big shift in that and we're already seeing um, new talent come in that we've never seen before, that's quite raw but got lots of ability. So... Look, we're still going to need to be patient, but I think the system is there now to capture talent early enough and hopefully to go all the way and play for Australia.
1: I said that was the last one, but this will be the last one. What about your (laughs) role? Obviously, it was a big transition to you to come out of uh, the women's program as the coach and take on the high-performance role. How are you enjoying it so far?
0: Yeah, look, I, I'm really enjoying it, actually. It, it's incredibly broad, which is making me think a bit differently and more with a bigger picture, wider lens point of view. But I'm absolutely loving it. I still I still feel close enough to the players that I've not left in, in some instant. But, yeah, I'm certainly committed to, to, to this role and, make, and probably leaving coaching really now for the next three to five years. So it's going well. And I'm certainly work, looking forward to continuing the support in the male programme as well.
1: Fantastic stuff. sally Ann Beams, a big week ahead for you in Cricket Tasmania with the inaugural women's draft on Sunday and the men's one coming up as well. We appreciate your time here on SCN Tassie Breakfast this morning and all the best for the season ahead.
0: Cheers, Ben. Take care.
1: sally Ann Beams, the high-performance boss at Cricket Tasmania, joining us here on SCN Tassie Breakfast this morning. We're off to our last break of the morning and back to wind up the show next. Thanks to Harrison Agents, we are Tasmanian.